It was a little over three years ago that the Evening News ran a report from some place called Wuhan in China, where officials were attempting to contain some strange new virus. A few weeks later, the virus started appearing in Europe. Do you remember? Then, on a cruise ship outside San Francisco, and soon enough, I think, a UMass Boston student recently returned from China started developing symptoms. Then, if I remember correctly, it hit some executives at a conference at the Long Wharf Marriott, and every night from then on, another case was reported in the Berkshires, in Sudbury, and it couldn't happen here, could it? A 60-year-old man in Sandwich. Finally, and I think it was exactly three years ago next week, Governor Baker declared a state of emergency. And then, Everything was ordered to close. The details are a little hazy, as is my recollection of that entire time. It was as if we were entering an unknown universe, an Oz-like world of danger, strange characters, and if not witches and wizards, then alternately frightening and hopeful pronouncements every single day. Luckily, I was spared the heartbreak that so many people endured, but we all encountered so much. The canceled travel, the closed schools, the empty supermarket shelves, not to mention the nightly death reports. And now that we're in the midst of the third anniversary of it all, I've been asking myself, what in the world did I learn? And I'll ask you as well, not that COVID is over, but now that we have more tools at our disposal, tests, vaccines, boosters, treatment options, now that we can see family again, now that many mandatory mask mandates have been lifted, what did you take away from it all? How did you change? What might you do differently going forward? And mainly, what was the overriding lesson? I'm one of those people who feels the need to look back and make sense of things, especially catastrophes. But when I think back on the whole pandemic nightmare, I mostly come up with disjointed images, celebrating Thanksgiving on our screen porch as the rain poured in sideways and drenched all the food, standing in a line of 50 people outside Shaw's Market, discovering that a man I knew from town government had died overnight in Cape Cod Hospital. There were times when I thought I saw silver linings for sure, connections being cemented in our fragmented society. But the early acts of kindness, like caravans of cars blasting their horns as they drove by lonely neighbors' houses, were short-lived and gave way to stories of corporations using fear of shortages to jack up prices or front-line workers being assaulted because they asked customers to please wear a mask. And all those early hopes for the environment, that nature would recover while humanity stayed home, well, they only gave way to more traffic, more pollution, and worsening climate change as the lockdowns eased and people rushed to get back to normal. So what was the takeaway from all those many months of social distancing, vaccination anxiety, Zoom schooling, passenger meltdowns, pandemic politics, health worker fatigue, canceled events, and human separation? 
The answer has to be different for each of us, precisely because we went through it all on our own or in our own tiny bubbles. But I think the pandemic forced all of us to live life more closely to its essence, to forgo our favorite distractions, to grapple with and make the best of and seek joy in the things that were close at hand, because for a long time we had no other choice. If there was an overriding lesson for me, it was a simple one, to treasure what was already there, to appreciate the things I already had, my friends, my work, my family, my garden, and even my rickety old house. For months, going into years, I didn't have any other choices. So what did I learn from three years of pandemic Oz? Same as Dorothy, there's no place like home. I'm Ira Wood, and that's my opinion.